Hey, welcome to Peace Talk. If this is your first time, thank you. Uh, if it's not, welcome back. Peace Talk initially started off as just a sit-down solo podcast where I get to just talk to you guys for like an hour. Uh, then I got bored with that, okay? Like that, was, that was great. Uh, but I got bored, so I started having a bunch of guests on, and then I started having a bunch of people on here that I didn't want to talk to. And now, <laughs> I just want to get back to my roots. I want to just have uh, a podcast where I just talk to you about certain things, uh, current events, topics, my opinion. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's serious, but at the end of the day, is just me talking to you and I appreciate you being an ear so welcome to Peace Talk This episode is supported by FX's Clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Uh, we back. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. I, I just, let me start off by saying this. I feel so incredibly blessed or lucky or any of those uh, synonyms about just this entire year. It's been incredible. And I was I was talking to my barber. Shout out to Ra. Uh, he's been cutting my hair for like the last five years. And, and then we beat became friends and BFFs and uh like I go to the barbershop and I spend days there okay like <laughs> and we talk about everything like it's, it's a barbershop so we talk about everything from shit that that matters to you know crazy ex-girlfriend stories to uh we have this ongoing who's the who's the best actor debate slash argument he he's team Will Smith and I'm Team Denzel, and we go back and forth with this for the simple fact of the concept, like who is a better actor. And to me, it's blasphemy to to say that Will Smith is better. He's he's versatile. He he's a blockbuster hit, a, amazing face slapper, all those things. Yes, I will agree with. Okay, Grammy winner. You know, this he's he's very multi talented. But when it comes to acting, just pure acting. I think Denzel acts circles around him. And that's just something that we go back for. He He's a blockbuster guy. So he's like, if Will Smith had a movie and Denzel had a movie, which movie would you go see? And I'm like, okay, I understand what you're saying. Like, who has a, a stronger appeal and broader reach? And, you know, Will Smith is closer to our age than we are to Denzel. Like, I get all that. However, I was in the barbershop. And that's just one of the examples of, of the things that we go back and forth. But I was in the barbershop and I was I was talking to him basically after my casino show. And one of the things that just keeps playing back in my head is how this year is gone. Because I've had some incredible shows. I did an episode where I talked about some of my favorite shows. I did an episode where I talked a little bit about the casino. 
And I just constantly think about this. And this is the conversation we were having. It's like earlier this year, I had this great show. And I'm like, how do we, how do I top that? Like, where do we go from here? Then I did my birthday roast. My mom roast me. It was incredible. Like, <laughs> she's, uh, it was just an amazing show. Uh, emotional. And I think that's just the theme of this year. And then I did the album. And, you know, everything that happened from the album recording to putting out the album. So all the shows in between, going to Arizona, traveling more. It was just like, it, it can't get any bigger, right? <laughs> and and it, it's, it keeps getting bigger. I mean, Ragbri was an incredible opportunity just to be in front of that many, that thousands of people. Like I can say... I performed stand-up in front of thousands of people and was paid. Like, this shit is big, people. Like, I'm telling you, uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast. I think I did. But but a couple weeks ago, I had two separate people from my, like, elementary. Like, when I used to live in Detroit. You know, I left Detroit when I was 19. I had two different people from my elementary school, I believe, reach out to me and ask for money. <laughs> you know, so like if you want to bless, if you want to send me a financial blessing, like I have, I'm not there yet, but I think I'm on my way. Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to say, I know I'm on my way, but this is God's plan. I'm just, I'm just trying to work through him or her again. I don't want to <laughs> assume gender in 2022. So Ragbri was amazing. That was a big opportunity. And then the casino was just this incredible moment. Of, an, of a collection of all the shows that I've done or have been doing in North Iowa specifically. That's why it was so big for me, right? Because, again, I've been doing comedy for 11 years. Shit didn't get real until I moved to Iowa. And it's like, how do we make this work in Iowa and specifically North Iowa? Which I am two hours from Des Moines. I'm two hours from Minneapolis. I am away from comedy and comedy scenes. So I built my own. Or or at the very least, I've contributed greatly to the shit that's going on around here. I say all that to say, I am just, like, if I don't take a second and thank God, uh, my wife, you know, uh, I made a post the next day after the casino, like, like, wife, thank you for, you know, being with the kids. The kids run circles around her, okay? Like, they, <laughs> she cannot keep up. Uh, like, like soon as I walk in the door, when I get back from like, uh, the road or show, she, it's almost like here, take these motherfuckers right now. And, uh, just kudos to her for holding shit down while I do shows. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go to Arizona. By the time you hear this, I would have already gone to Arizona and had some great shows out there. I'm supposed to record an episode of the podcast on location. So we'll see if that happens. Either I will and I'll air that one or I'll, you know, I'll air this one or I'll hold on to it or I might delete it and you'll never hear it. Uh, I just want to have something, something in the bank just in case. Okay. <laughs> this is a just in case episode, but I just feel incredible, incredibly thankful. Uh, and I'm talking more seriously about my dreams and about my goals. And I can see the difference, you know, like, you know, Facebook is, is great for memory is, and, you know, I look at nine years ago, 11 years ago, six years ago, five, four, even last year. And I'm telling you, baby, this is, this is special. Uh, I'm on my way. I'm, I'm hit it towards something. And 
for me, it's all greatness, right? This is just, it's like a coming out party of greatness. Like, I believe, you know, I was talking to one of my best friends, shout out to Carrie, who I have to get on this podcast. Uh, She's one of my oldest friends, you know, like I met her in middle school and we're still like close. And she was just talking about, it was just a brief, you know, text conversation about believing in yourself. And I really do. Now, not all the time to the extent where I'm like advertising myself. And I was explaining this, going back to the barbershop conversation, I'm explaining like I'm I'm in this weird place of humble and arrogant because people don't like arrogant. You know, you, you could be confident, but not too much confident. But I'm telling you, it's what it's arrogance that push you past the person that's like on the fence. I think I can do it. The arrogant mofos, I got this. Move out of my effing way. I don't know why I'm censoring myself. I just feel very sensory right now. And I think that 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 line that 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 balance is super important for me right now in my career is to be humble at times, but also at times I'm the shit. Move out of my way. Uh, I got this, and it's it's a it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful sight and it's a beautiful vision. I'm a vi- like I, I visualize a lot, and I recommend you do it too. If there's something that you want, uh, something that you want to do, close your eyes and visualize it first, or work to to making it an image in which you can see yourself. And I do that a lot. Like I do that with shows. I'm like, okay, the show. I want this to be a great show. I close my eyes, or you know, if I'm driving, you know, whatever, and I I see myself on stage. In the outfit that I that I'm going to wear or supposed to wear or that I'm wearing, and I don't hear anything. It's more of a it's more of a vision. Like there's no audio. It's just I you know I I, I can see people laughing. I can see me doing well, and I can see me just being in my element. And when I'm in that element, watch out. That's at those times where I feel like I can definitely match up with some of the big players. It's just about staying in there and practicing and practicing and always being prepared or trying to be as prepared as you can be for the moment. Last night, so I, I, this is another episode that I'm recording on a Sunday. This might become a thing. I don't know what's, what football being back, we'll see. <laughs> but last night I had the privilege and opportunity to be a part of my comedy brother, Bernard Bell comedy album. I've done two comedy albums. He was actually a part of both of mine, <laughs> which is, that's just like, that's just how, how, how the universe works and, you know, giving out and, 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 and receiving. And it was a really dope moment for, for him. And, and I hope he feels like he knocked it out of the park. Cause we did two shows similar to my album earlier this year, same location to he's comedy club, shout out to them in Des Moines. And, I feel like he did all the things that was on the checklist. Uh, he, he's he's very funny, uh, but what what I what I really liked about his full performance because we don't always we're not always around one another when we when we do thirty plus forty minutes you know fifty minutes an hour. So a lot of times we see each other when we're doing you know our ten minutes our twenty minutes and this man did his his fifty minutes and. It was just so great to see him go through all the jokes and and put the jo- the jokes in particular order because which is that's what you do with, when you're doing an album. 
and get a little bit emotional because the name of his his album uh, that 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 he's working on that he just recorded is called Granny We Made It. And if you go back to, I think, season two, I had him on and he talked about it. He actually shared. He broke the story here that that was the name of his. That's what he wanted the name of his first album to be dedicated to his grandma. And it just made me think about my album, all the hard work that goes into putting an album together independently, all the all the fails and triumphs. And I'm just I'm very proud of him. And even though it wasn't my album or anything like that. It was just one of those examples of when when he wins, we win. Like that's that's a team. Like that that's 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 that that's that thing. There's so many comics that I come across from time to time, whether they're in my closer circle or outer circle, that has this like put me on mentality. And I've talked about this from time to time. Like I am nobody's manager or agent. I'm trying to figure my shit out and my craft and my career. So when comics like, hey, man, why didn't you put me on your casino show? Uh, Easy. You're not fucking ready. Or, or you're not the right person for it. Or there's a long line and you, you're fucking getting in line. Right? I had... You know, as soon as I I put out a video of the casino and I, you know, people just reaching, hey, congratulations, man. How, how can I, whatever, how, what do you look for when you book? I don't think I want to do that. I don't, producing shows is the most stressful part of this, this career. Like, you have no idea. And maybe I'm just over-exaggerating because that's just my particular experience because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. I really want to put together the best show possible and there's so many things that just go into it. Again, when you when you put a show together that entirely depends on the ticket money, that shit can go very great or it can go not so great. And then you got to put up a lot of money up front. You got to pay this person. And it's, it's just so much. So I think a new direction that I like to go in is I don't think I want to produce a lot of shows no more. Or maybe I don't want to produce any shows. Maybe I just want to focus on me. We'll see. Oh, that sounded very loud. I wonder if you heard that. <laughs> if you did, now I got to edit this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't edit any of my independent episodes because it's just me talking to you. I normally have to edit it when I have other people on and listen to it. And like, oh, he said some inappropriate shit. Let me take that out <laughs> you know, before he or I or she or I gets canceled. And I don't know. Anyway, I just uh, I just want to come on real quick and just say uh, how incredibly thankful I am for you guys for listening. And and if I could be completely honest, there's not a lot of people that listen to the podcast and I don't promote it greatly. I don't push it out because as I as I've always tried to explain, this is just my inner thoughts. These are just these inner conversations and I'm just sharing them with whoever wants to listen. (laughs) <laughs> this is real cool and I'll end the episode with this uh, <laughs> there was so my album I'm very proud of I love it I hope you guys have listened to it by now site B uh, went number one yada 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 um, someone recently I was doing a Friday show and, and she was like hey do you know such and such and I didn't or at least I don't know them well and he was like or he told her Hey, have you listened to Dave P's 
uh, album? She was like, yeah. He's like, hey, there's a part where he says he pops his kid in the mouth. And it's like, what do you think about that? And she was like, well, that's, you know, that's not my business. That's, you know, it's he's a comedian. He talks about or jokes about what he wants to joke about. And that was it. Like, that was all the conversation. Or at least that's all she shared with me. And it made me think about, like, people <laughs> that listen to my material or my podcast or any form of social media and 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 whatever that recept like how they receive it and whatever that perception is of me and <laughs> i don't i don't lose sleep on it because you know hey i got other shit to think about and worry about and whatever but it does make me maybe want to do like a psa so i'll end the episode with a psa number one uh i am a comedian I love what I do. I do believe in free speech. I do think there is a responsibility that we carry with these platforms. And I'm very conscious of that. Uh, number two, I'm a comedian. <laughs> so, so I will a lot of times go in the direction of laughter. Like if I think this is funny, I'm going to share it. Um, I, <laughs> if you guys know, I, I, my, my second child was born, I called him an ugly baby. And that was just like this funny little thing. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not think he was attractive for a very long time. <laughs> okay. Let's just, let me be clear. But I, I, I called him that I made merchandise. It was just this funny way of me handling that. And I'm sure there are probably dads or parents. It's like, that's the worst thing you could do. How could you do that day day? Cause it's funny. I, uh, most recently on Facebook, uh, I think when my son turned two, he was with, we were out with, uh, my, my mom, we call her Nana. And I took a picture of my mom and Kyrie, my middle child. And on the Facebook caption, I said, Nana is out with the ugly baby or something like that for his second two year birthday or second birthday. And Facebook <laughs> put me in Facebook jail. And I was like, Facebook, you know, I'm typing like, this is my child. I've been calling him this on Facebook for the last two years. Like, what's what's going on? And they put me in Facebook jail for a week or whatever. And uh, I appealed it and I didn't win. And I share all that just to say, and here's the most important of my PSA. Number three, I'm a fucking comedian. Either listen and enjoy or don't. Thank you guys for listening to the episode. I appreciate it. Look, what I do, uh, uh, we all have our pr- private lives. And we all have our public lives. Sometimes they cross. Sometimes they don't. But I, <laughs> I don't, I don't give a shit about, I mean, I care, but I don't, I don't really give a shit about anything that doesn't have to do with love and support and uplifting. Like if, if you listen to the album and you hated it, you can share that with me. I'm okay with that. It's just, maybe the album wasn't for you, but if you hear the album and you're like, oh, you shouldn't have a trans person on there and, and you shouldn't talk about hitting your kid and spray painting your ex girl. We don't, I'm good. You know, how about you write that down? (laughs) You write it down in a letter. I'll give you my address so you can mail it to me. And as soon as I see it, I can rip that shit up. I'll talk to you pretty soon. Uh, Until next time. Peace. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you want me to read an ad for you or your business, just give me money. Okay, I will say how great your product is. I'll call you a humanitarian. This season, I'm looking to get sponsorship, which just helps take this podcast up another level. Uh, there's a couple of different ways you can do it and a couple of different ways you can reach out to me. So you can go to my email, which is uh, comediandayday, D-A-Y-D-A-Y at Gmail. Or you can reach out to me through my link tree, which is link tr.ee slash daypeacecomedy. Uh, anything is appreciated. Everything is appreciated. Don't forget to laugh today. Peace. Thank you.